clear. We are the weirdos. I am God. What? I tried to warn her. Hi, friends, and welcome back to Odds Tyrion. This is our very last episode of season four, which you've been listening to since the year 1999. You've been listening to it for so long, and you've been re-listening to it. Again and again. Because that's the kind of audience you are, is you've absolutely been replaying these Dedicated, things. loving. Yeah. <laughs> very vocal. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, of course, why we've given you all this space and opportunity to re-listen we to really these episodes. We really want you to process yeah. what you're hearing. We want you to process like we've processed these things. And today we're giving you one last chance to process <laughs> it all. <laughs> With a post-mortem, our special post-mortem that we do, our season superlatives. If you've been with us in past seasons, then you may remember we give our own awards. And there were some nominations recently. For an award show, right? Oh, right. I yeah. didn't read them. Where, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> none of our stable okay. received a nomination. That's what I figured. So it makes this extra special mm-hmm. because it's important that we honor the people yeah. of our season. If you were concerned about snubs for one one character in particular, although she was released into theaters, certainly well past any sort of nominating eligible date. Yeah, um, yeah. But still... Uh, but it doesn't matter. You you correct the record, guys. That's what you do. Yeah, that, and that well, that's that's absolutely specifically what we actually do that's here. what we do. We exist. We correct the record to correct the record. Friend, what an honor that we get to do this together today. And so, okay, so where where should what what we didn't discuss what order we should go in? Should we? You had you made a little list of categories for us. I did that we've had in the past. Is that does that what we want to go off of, or what um, do you think? Let's start easy. Let's start easy? Let's start best supporting. Because nobody cares about best supporting actor. Right. Because he's a man. (laughs) That's why I I was having trouble with the actor categories because I was like, what actors? We always do because we spend the entire season season lifting the incredible women. Honestly, we need two women nominations per category. (laughs) Like, best actor goes to... A woman. Yeah, yeah, best Best actor in the broad category of somebody who acts on screen the gender neutral category of actor could be either one i mean fuck it do you want to give two (laughs) each and then just skip like we can give best actor to a woman too i i do are you prepared okay well i have like i think i have one prepared but i don't know whether he would be technically supporting or lead that's tough because all men are supporting all men are when you think about it When we think about it, when how really, we should think about it. When you really it. think about it the way we think about it, all men are supporting <laughs> actors to our leading stories. Okay, how about I'm going to put the name out there for the nominee, and how about we decide together whether he's lead or supporting? Okay, I love that. Jonathan Tucker for The Ruins. We are being kept here to die. This doesn't happen. Four Americans on a vacation don't just disappear. Well, since Jonathan Tucker is my... <laughs> wait, no, no, no. Oh, no, he's not. I had... Yes, supporting. Go. Great. That's yours. Th- then it's Jonathan Tucker for best supporting is my actor is my actor presentation. So I listed alts because mm-hmm. just in case like you had one and I was like, you know what? This is a great chance to spotlight somebody else. Yeah. Except for best picture. We'll obviously have to do that together. But like... <laughs> so because... I think Jonathan Tucker in The Ruins is such a, a fucking nuanced performance. It's actually outstanding. Yeah. It, going back and watching it again, it was like, wait, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. Like, much it's like layered. The Ruins itself. Wait, this is fantastic. His He he tells so much story in in everything that he does. Yeah. Um, And on that note, this is kind of the opposite direction, but my best supporting actor. Yeah. Jeremy Sisto. AKA Adam Stubbs in May. He's so completely Adam Stubbs. I fucking He's so hateable. I hate him. I hate him. And, and that's, that's how a I know. credit to Jeremy Sisto. I had to watch and I was and he's so good at being hateable. Not easy hateable. Mm-hmm. Hateable like I can't believe somebody invited him to my party hateable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what is this guy doing but raising his hand fuckable. every day in class? But still fuckable. But still a hottie. Oh my god. You can't like like, I remember when you and Anna were talking about that on the May episode and being, like, how he just, like, tosses cigarettes at her and is, like, practice and how you and Anna were both, like, and but it's still hot, though. I know. It sucks. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. He's, like, the guy that you, like, you sleep with him. This is me. Sorry. Yeah, sure. I He's the guy I would sleep with. Mm. 
and then feel really shitty about it after mm. and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so best supporting uh, fuckboy goes to Jeremy Sisto. Best supporting. That's best supporting fuckboy is good. Um, I would like to give, uh, oh, we should do, let's do best, best supporting actress since we're, since we're here, right? I'm honestly torn. I was torn on this, so I'm going to create a category for the one I'm not going to choose. Great. I love that. Because I, we're sticking honestly with the ruins. I have to give it up for Laura Ramsey. It's okay. It's okay. I just... I just have to get this one out. Okay. I just have to get this one. Stacy. No, no. Stacy. No. Her process Ooh, right. of fucking wow. killing yeah. herself, literally killing herself over oh the course God. of that movie. That's one of, to me, that's one of the best performances of the 2000s. When she pulls the things out of her, you believe that that's what's happening because it is such an incredible performance. Wow, yeah. It's incredible. When she the the when she lashes out at her, like with the knife, when someone's trying to stop her, and she's like, sorry, sorry, because oh she's just God, so yeah. determined to get the worms out yes. of her body, the vines out of her body. Yes. It is an excruciating performance. It's hard to watch and also um, so admirable. Yeah. Like from an, like, I don't know, from a storytelling perspective, it's just like, I think that when you, we, I think we talked about this in the episode, but looking at her dialogue, another actor could have played it very straight. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. And she gave, and and she gave that, she made a character, a person who was a not interesting person, a very dynamic and uh, complex individual. And I think that that is truly the strength of the ruins is that they're all caricatures. That made today tough. And yet? I will say, I had like a ruins nomination for every category. I know. And it was hard because I'm like, God, I mean, they really cast well. They really did. (laughs) Yeah. Carter Smith knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. No, that it's especially like in the category of performance. Like this is a, this is a great ensemble film. Did I tell you I saw Swallowed, his new one? No. It's in the, it's in film festivals right now. I was going to say that's playing around film festivals, isn't it? Yes. And that like, I've been getting PR emails for that actually. Yes. Okay. Jenna Malone's in it. Jenna Malone. Yes. And she is serving as she always does. She is never not giving everything. No, she's mopping up the floor every scene with every person in it. I think we've talked about this before. I I mean, we obviously talked about the Neon Demon Pod, but I think I've talked to you about this before where in the, um, in the director's commentary for Neon Demon, Nick Reffin talks about how he and Jenna were very much in conversation for the nature of her character in that movie and that she mm. brought a lot of input to the role. All those tattoos on wow. her torso. Oh, that's right, yes. Those were like, kind of like, hey, can I run with this? And she was, he was like, yeah, sure, go for it. And so she showed up with all of that on her body. Incredible. Yeah, and like when- like, Talk the, about prepared. The scene where she's just giving birth to a bunch of blood, Refn was like, hey, here's what I want to do and here's how I want to shoot it. Is that okay? And she's like, yeah, cool, fine. Like, Jenna Malone is fucking down. And to give Carter Smith like casting props, he also the lead of of Swallowed is. Um, do you remember the bland white guy in They Slash Them who like um, during the song is like I'm not going to participate, and then all of a sudden he's like, Oh, on his yeah, knees. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who is that? That's the one who the fucks the the secret double yes. agent. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that is like a a, a self hating homophobic stereotype from the aughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um. So that actor plays the lead and I gotta tell you props to Carter he sees something in people and he he must just like it, I, I think so this it's is more a reuniting the of Jenna Malone and Carter Smith yes oh that's exciting and this other actor I'm just like oh my god so he can do things so I love I love Carter's directing I love what he gets out of people and I'm sure that won't be the last time we talk about it today it is it is really it's such a, a um it's such a nice experience when you see an actor doing an amazing job in a movie where you had previously seen their work and you were like, oh, I don't think this person has it. And then you're like, wait, no, that director just like didn't know how to get the right stuff out of them. And they're actually like really fucking talented. And I remember when I saw Dora Madison in Bliss, mm. who is the lead and like the fucking focal point carrying every frame of Joe Bigos' Bliss. And she is a, she is a force of nature and I'd only ever previously seen her one thing. I was like, I think this might be one of the worst performances I've ever seen. And actually, it was the movie. 
Oh so, my god. Okay. Yeah, so it was the movie. So shouts out to Dora Madison, Madison, a total animal, a total talent. So glad that you've gotten the chance to shine. Um, okay, so my best supporting actress. Oh, duh, Anna Ferris in May. Oh god, yeah. That was that But was... now I'm like, oh my god, I did two Mays. I didn't mean to, but I had to. I well, mean... I've 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 stepped over to the ruins. Yeah, okay. But this is but such those a, are my This yeah. is this is a like seeing Anna Ferris in May is like, oh, Anna Ferris was always is always been extremely Anna Ferris in her career. I feel like we got we've gotten exactly from Anna Ferris yes. her thing. But seeing her in May was kind of like, ooh, I kind of wish you had made more weird gay stuff like this. Yeah. Like, I, I, she does she's something just special. so good. Like, in May, it's like, it feels like I'm watching somebody I haven't met before, but like, it's like, I almost feel like I'm seeing Anna Ferris at home mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I, I know it's One not her, hopes. but like, like One oh hopes. God. I, she's so charismatic and so magnetic that it's like, when she's at that door asking May to come in for a threesome, I'm like... Well, fuck it. If she doesn't want to, call yeah, me. Honestly, I mean, I I love her, and like, on, it ripped my heart out when she dies. In, it, no, I, I mean, that is, I. It's not the movie didn't do the wrong thing. No, it, it was it, the right move. It was the right move, and it builds like the conclusion of that movie is exactly what it needs to be. But it's still like, like Lucky McKee did the right thing, and I'm also like, man, fuck you. Yeah, like that's still a loss where it's like, no, fuck you. And I think I think it speaks to her performance. It and does! Because, that, again, that's another one that could have been played a completely different way. It could and have been played time, the way it maybe reads on paper. At a time when playing gay in earnest, playing queer in earnest, yep. was not a safe bet. And Anna Ferris was like, yeah, sure thing. And I super fucking respect that. And it's it's a perfect, it's such a, it's such a note perfect performance that in my mind, she's in so much more of the movie than she actually is. Yeah, I agree. Like the screen time does is not reflective of the scope of of the impact of Anna Ferris's performance in May. Yes. Okay. Let's do uh, a custom superlative because okay. you were gonna make a category for someone and I need to hear that. Okay, my category is best supporting robot. Oh yeah. KM. Oh my J6. god! Yes, KM. KM from J. Because like she was like my she was my other Thank best you for supporting idea. Best supporting robot. Because I was gonna do a best robot, and I'm like, well, can't but do that. I can't, and I and was like, no, I'm not boxing her out again. KM deserves so much love. Deserves so much love. Yes, best supporting robot. KM from Jason X. Yeah. I'd clap if I could. Yeah, that's 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 the custom category I had to go with. And friends, if you want to hear more of that and you you missed that episode. <laughs> I don't care if you've seen Jason X or not. Go back. Go, go back. back. Go back. One. Like, and it's a bots pod. It's a crossover episode. It's bots pod. It's bots yeah. cast and est- ep- If you like Margot, who you've been listening to with Megan, you'll love that. Yeah, Because absolutely. she's back. Margot, our <laughs> guest three times this season. I mean, if you count the part one and two. Yeah. Well, if, if you go parts one and two, four times. Wait, what? Because there are, we that's two for Megan and two for Jason X. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, we doubled down we both to, times. We we love to talk with Margot, don't we? We love to talk with Margot. We love to talk about robots, and that's why KM is our best supporting robot. So you know, it's interesting that that's it because my first the my my superlative I have most misunderstood antagonist. Oh, that's a. I think that's perfect because I was looking at the category of there will be a best villain moment, you guys. But when I was looking at best villain moment, I was like, villain according to who? Right. So. It's hard to say. So, you know, I for me, the most misunderstood antagonist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's Amy from The Ruins. We're going to call him when we get out. Quit what? We're not going to get a signal out here. Uh, my phone should work. It's a bold phone. Hello? Can you hear me now? It's not funny, Eric. It's like a 20-mile hike I'm going to do in flip-flops. 11. It's a little funny. I think <laughs> that people think that Amy's our hero, and that's why it got the reviews it did. And I like that it's because it's misunderstood. You said misunderstood protagonist, right? No antagonist. I, antagonist, because yeah, like she's absolutely the antagonist. But it could go either way because she's. If you think she's a protagonist, you're <laughs> you, misunderstanding. You're misunderstanding. Because this is the thing. If if you understand her to be the caricature of that <laughs> moment, to be white privilege yes. of the aughts and yes. that specific brand mm. then you understand that the ending of that movie in the unrated version is menacing and horrific right yes. is her escape is not what we want mm-hmm. no <laughs> right absolutely I mean, like, not so yeah anyways uh shout out to our mis- most misunderstood that's amy <laughs> Can we, should we go into best villain moment then? Let's do it. Best villain moment. Because for me, best villain moment is Amy in the Ruins. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's Amy in the ruins being like, why do I have to go down the tunnel? We're gonna check the rest of the rope and make sure it's secure. And then one of you- Why do we have to go? Why, why can't you or Eric? When it's like, there's a man down there who needs help and her best friend has already volunteered to do it. And she's like, well, why can't you go? Like anytime Amy looks at someone else in a challenging moment, it's like, well, why can't you do it? Yes. Is, is best villain moment. That's Amy in the ruins, oh you guys. God, wow. And she does that. When she does it, it's so innocuous that it's like, <laughs> it's almost like um, when, like, a, when somebody leaves their shopping cart in a parking space, <laughs> right? It's like, can you do it? That's, that's, yeah, that's to, to Amy. That's the to level of, right. of request. But this also, is. you know, when you're cruising into a parking lot, like I might be at TJ Maxx today, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, where the f- did that come from? <laughs> yeah. I just almost killed myself. I have a concussion. I mean, while well, I'm driving, I'm choosing it. Well, it's gonna, I mean, those things, that's not a soft object. That's gonna fuck up your car. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't hit it. <laughs> goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank okay. Goodness. So, uh, I wanna say, Best villain moment for me, it's Esther and the Orphan, or Esther and Orphan First Kill putting on sunglasses while smoking a cigarette and driving a stolen SUV. This is the, it was the, it was the closest thing in my mind. But the only reason, the only reason I couldn't is because I, because it it falls into, it was the villain according to who. Right. Because this is absolutely a prime time villain moment. It's incredible. The fact that she's just like. Though it's the way she's already lit up before she puts the sunglasses on. <laughs> it's that moment. But it inspired me because it's like there were two other moments that were like very close backups. And I don't normally do this, mm. but I have to because they're all related. Um No, you need to. So I was I was choosing between Esther putting on her sunglasses, Adrian in the crush lowering her sunglasses <laughs> yeah. and chewing gum, and, and Megan <laughs> taking sunglasses off to enter her new home. They're all they're they're like in a dead heat. What They're like learned. in a dead heat. They, I mean, truly. What? Who's who's ahead of what? The fact that the fact that Megan takes off her glasses in the same way that Esther puts on her glasses, and they both steal cars to evade capture. Yeah. These are this is truly. a double feature. It is. Orphan first kill and Megan are 2022's best 2022 2023 double feature that you need. Best use of sunglasses. <laughs> Megan orphan. And the crush. <laughs> I mean, really, it's yes. just like. And, and if we've learned anything, then mm. it is that our we what we like. Mm-hmm. Blumhouse, are you listening? Yeah. What we want are villains with sunglasses. Yeah, like it, sunglasses. They don't. They're not using right. This reminds me. Oh, and I'm trying to think of. Did this happen this season for me to incorporate it somehow? And I don't think it did. But I like one of my favorite moments in any fiction on screen is when you know. That the woman you're looking at is a bad is a bad person or just a bad bitch because you watch them like very ornamentally apply lipstick, like yes. either they're touching it up with their finger like Jackie in the car in the first episode of Yellow Jackets, or oh my God, yeah. they're applying it for seduction like Leighton Meester in The Roommate with the cinnamon lip gloss. Like yes. if you are watching a woman performatively apply lip something. Emma Watson in the bling ring, you are watching an antagonistic character, even if they are a protagonist. And it's incredible. I remember I was in a creative writing class and somebody was like, why, why are we watching your character put on lip gloss? And it's like, what? Well, let me tell you something. Oh, come on. It is not because I'm a straight man writing a woman performing lip gloss for the audience. This is because I am queer. (laughs) And what we know about our best villains who are about to seduce somebody is they're going to put on lip gloss. Absolutely. And we're going to see it happen. We want lip gloss. We want lip gloss. We want sunglasses. Well, that is like, that question, (laughs) why is like, it's, it's truly like, like in most sincere, well, why not? Like, what do you, why is this extraneous to you? Like, See, what, what do you mean, why? I don't was, understand what your question is. I wish that I was big and bad, but it was baby me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not a good writer. And I mean, then I took it out. I bet you were like in class in like a public setting as totally. well. Totally. But like, also like. I just want to know their logic for like why that doesn't do anything. Because it's one of the best flourishes you can give a character. I want to see it. It's so, incredible. I think we should also do, we both did best line reading. And I think it's important to do that before we move on. Because I, we're already in this territory. I feel like, should we say it at the same time to see if we're thinking the same thing? I think we're not because I was thinking that. Okay, okay. But I added something different. Then you're different. probably, yeah. Then that, because I wanted to, because I need to, I need space for this or I'd have to create a category. <laughs> 
So I agree with you. Yeah. But I'm gonna. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, so let me do mine because yeah, 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 yeah. because that way if you okay <laughs> mine is from Megan, and it's when Katie asks if Brandon's going to heaven. Oh. And Megan says. No, if heaven exists, it wouldn't be for boys like Brandon. And she and it's the opens way it with she a, says, no. 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 Yeah, exactly. That's that's the line reading. So self-evident. Jenna Davis. Jenna fucking Davis. Jenna fucking Davis. She did that. No. Like, no, silly. No. Of course he's not in heaven. I, lo- I, w- I live. Every time I hear it, I laugh so hard out loud. Like, I, I cannot. Everything it's- involving Brandon Jenna Davis for the Oscars, give an Oscar for voice performance. Because, like, there's when she says that, when Allison asks her, when Gemma asks her, like, what happened with the boy, mm-hmm. and she's like, is it like what Katie just explained? And, and Megan goes, more or less. Like, just every line attached to the actions of Brandon and Megan is yep. so fucking incredible. It's like, everyone. It's like Jenna knew that she had to do something special for the character of Brandon. Ow, let go. You need to learn some manners, Brandon. <laughs> you know what happens to bad boys that don't mind their manners? They grow up to be bad men. <laughs> Are you listening to me, Brandon? We t- well, <laughs> it's so, Jordan, it so, lives and dies on the line reading. I will say, Jordan and I were fortunate enough to have a conversation with Jenna. Um, our good friend Jenna our Davis. Good I friend mean, just Jenna. really our bestie. Yeah, truly. And we talked to her about um, how it felt like Megan was becoming more human as the movie kept going, mm-hmm. um, just in her performance. And she confirmed, yeah. which is great. And I feel like this is one of those moments where it's like, no, silly. Like, you know, yeah. that the, that line reading is like, that's humanity. Because any other, mo- if it was earlier, I don't think she would have read it that way. I don't it think so. Been very, she as a matter of fact. She wouldn't have been comfortable yet. Yeah. But this, this is Megan shooting from the hip and I like it. <laughs> It's Megan shooting from the hip. So shouts out to Megan also saying, "Well, hold on a second. I thought we were having a conversation." Oh, fuck <laughs> yes, yes, that is so good. Is it? Can you distinguish between like best, per, like it feels like it's a specific thing of distinguishing between best performance and best delivery of dialogue? Because like Jenna Davis as Megan deli- wins for best delivery of dialogue. Yeah, just across the board. Sorry. I- <laughs> Heavyweight champion, Jenna Davis. Yeah, heavyweight champion line reader, Jenna Davis. Yeah, I mean, she she sees something on that page, and, <laughs> and she's, she's bringing every piece to life. Props to Gerard Johnstone, the director of that yes. movie, for being like, that's our girl. Mm-hmm. For knowing what he had. I'm so excited that we have our Freddy Krueger. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I mean, truly, I think that Jenna Davis is going to live on and on as this character one would only hope. You're right. But. Among the among the traditional super killers, it would be Freddy because Freddy was always the one with a sense of humor. Yes, Freddy was always the one cutting it up. So like that that is in its way a she is the successor to that legacy. Mm-hmm. The ones with the like, and in you know with Chucky also in the same category. Yes, like that is that's where she sits in the pantheon. Chucky, Freddy, Megan. Yeah, I mean, I got it. Wishful thinking, but I would love to see Chucky versus Megan. And I don't want to see the whole fam. I want to see Chucky specifically <laughs> versus Megan. Those two would drag each other. Oh, my God. They, I mean, The one-liners wouldn't end. They, I mean, I just want to see them tear each other up the whole time. Those two. Oh, my God. A, a, a Chucky-Megan snatch game. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Truly, truly the gays at the club uh, getting everything they need on that one. We didn't do a Chucky this season, <clears throat> did we? No, we didn't. Oh, well, we got to do one next season. We do need to do it's, one Because it's about time. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think this is a good moment for to do best actor. Oh, can and, I give my best line reading vote? Oh, my God. I thought we... Yes. Oh, my... You have to. It's Julia Stiles. It's Julia Stiles. It's, like, I'm going to go upstairs and, and fuck, fuck my, my husband. husband. Yep. Like I mean, that's line reading of the century. Yes. It's and by the way, guys, so like obviously we're just choosing awards out like from our season, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna go and say if we're going 2022 and mm-hmm. 2023, that actually works really well because best line reading of 2023. <laughs> let's give it to Megan. Best line reading of 2022. Right, that there you go across the board. There it is. That's Julia Stiles. She won, and I don't care. Any movie, any movie, yeah, any TV show, any game show, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, any, 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 <laughs> anything. That delivery, Julia Stiles. Uh, I, I hope that, I hope that that one line got her 
like 50 movie deals. <laughs> yeah. I hope that, that executives everywhere were like, I want whatever that is. Yeah. I want like, they were like, well, we, we thought we knew Julia Stiles, but now we're questioning everything and we're sending her different material than we have been. Yeah. We thought we would make her just a cop in, a de- in Dexter. And, <laughs> right? Is that what, what and, and just have her be like really bland? Is yeah. that what she was in? I, was that what she no, was No, it wasn't in? a cop. No, that was like original Dexter? I don't remember what she was. She did a side role in something, right? Probably. Whatever. Guys, yeah. forget it. It starts and it starts with Orphan First it Kill. It starts with Orphan First Kill. I'm so sorry I tried to skip that. We, I got so excited about it. No, that's I okay. I immediately thought we did it. No, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so my best actor is going to go to Rohan Campbell, who played um, Corey in Halloween Kills. Oh, oh, that's a good pick. I think that his... No dispute. Let's call it unanimous. Yeah? Yeah. I love that because I just, I think that this guy... Not only might he be the only lead actor in this season of Osterion. He might be. He was... Great. He really, he, he truly was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, I just, I think that the the scene, I, I joke all the time when we get there, but in the diner, when a, when he's telling her some insane plan to leave town and how he feels about everything and whatnot, yeah. and a single tear falls from his eye, and then the cop walks up and he mm. looks up at him and his whole face changes, that's acting i mean that guy is so fucking good well and he 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 really like you know the the series continued to underserve any woman who wasn't um jamie lee curtis and it underserved her in the second one he he walked right in that actor into the third one and became the star yes like that was he the thing i saw most around the internet when that movie was coming out was like Corey stanhive rise yeah. Like, okay. he, he really seems to have, he really, in like, we really like that movie. I, 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 I will go with you and say it's the best one of that trilogy. Yeah. And he still, like, for people who aren't us, he really, like, grabbed people's attention in that performance. I think what's, what's, why I want to give him, a, like, props especially is because, like, he took a character who I don't want to watch. Like, no, I don't want to watch that man. I don't want to hear his story. I don't want to follow him Not around some, for like, a movie. Not some, like, incel adjacent. Yeah, like, no thanks. No. And yet, he made me want to follow him. Mm-hmm. His performance gave me depth. And mm-hmm. I love who he was in the first scene mm-hmm. and how it changes everything after that. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Props to Corey. I have to... Can I throw up an improvised category on Please. the back of that? Yes. Uh, which is best homoerotic scene the surrogate sex between Michael and Corey. Absolutely. In the in the underground layer. Hands down. The 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 slash. I thought death. you were gonna say Michael and Corey on the motorcycle, and then I remember that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> best best headcanon moment of of Ots season Ots Pod season four. Uh, Michael and Corey on the on the motorcycle, which I did edit for us. Yeah, and it worked great. It was it, it was, was, it was everything that the, the internet wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, but that was so. Sexually charged. It was that that kill, best sex scene goes to best that, sex scene. That. <laughs> yeah, that best sex scene. Yeah, Corey goes and Michael to, killing together. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was panting, there was heaving breath, there was thrusting. Absolutely, there was all of it. There it was and there was real. there was eye contact at just the right thrust. To, I was like to such a degree that like I was get I was like I feel like I'm watching people in a private moment that I shouldn't be seeing. Totally. Like, I'm voyeuristically lo- like, hey, let's give them some privacy right now. If if there isn't one take of Corey going, daddy, <laughs> on some cutting room floor, I would be very surprised. I mean, and if it's, if, if it's, if it's not there, it's implied in every moment of that scene. If it's not there, I'm going to add it to the movie. Again, so... And then I'm going to leak it online and have it be like the regular thing that everybody gets <laughs> off of like Pirate Bay. Yeah. And then it just becomes canon. And uh, that that's another where that that one was a uh, of of all the things that uh, I didn't talk about with Margot in 2022. I'm sad that Margot was not at the movie night where we watched Halloween Kills. Oh yeah, because that that gay text subtext uh, had a Margot conversation written all over. That is a part one and part two Margot. <laughs> if I ever heard one. <laughs> Absolutely. So on that note, one of my superlatives, my, mm. my my individual ones, was cutest couple, Corey and Michael. Yeah, they're running the <laughs> board. Kills. They're running the board on ships. So, I mean, really, it's on them. ships for this season. They're MFEO. Those yeah. two. I, OTP. Yeah, I, I see this. I see this uh, now and forever. And you know, with the way that magic works in this series, could be now and forever. Who knows? You know what I mean? Give it to a different director, and Corey's immortal. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, that's as he. <clears throat> As he received, you know, whatever he received from Michael, he surely inherited his immortality too. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So who is your pick? Sexually transmitted immortality. <laughs> Sexually transmitted immortality. STI. You know, there's a movie called Modern Vampires from the Aughts. Oh. That is. I, um, I have not seen that. It's from the people who made Freeway. Okay. Okay. And the. Well. And the. Uh, and it's sexually transmitted. Oh, The okay. vampire thing. Mm, okay. So it's really interesting. Um, but also very, like, a dash of Freeway. Okay. Um, not completely. It's not all in. <laughs> You know, in the way where you, like, pick up... Have you seen Freeway 2, Confessions of a Trick Baby? I have not seen Confessions of a Trick Friends, Baby. Friends, uh, the six of you who love Freeway, if well, you have What year seen, did Trick Baby come out? Trick Baby came out, I want to say, uh... Oh, no. Sounds like... one. Sounds <gasps> like a season five special. You know what? We'll see yeah. you in season five with see Trick guys, Baby. I'm not going to yeah. watch it until we watch it for this. We'll bring it to you, because yeah. that's uh, that's Natasha Lyonne. And that and that's bona fide two thousands right there. Yeah, Natasha Leon playing a character who was in the background of one scene, <laughs> who is now our lead. Yeah, I hope it was the prison. Un- it's unbelievable. <laughs> um, it's the girl on crutches that gets up and then like. Oh up. my god! Yeah. Wow. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait for that in season five, you guys. Yep. All right. So, who is your pick for best actress? I have to go. I have to go to the ground floor on this one. Alicia Silverstone. God, it's Alicia yeah. in the crush. Yellow jackets. Genus Vespula. They all stink. These won't bother you unless you bother them. Wasps are different. They're territorial and they're social. Social? Like they want to be friends? Like they attack in groups. I couldn't. I, 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 thought, I thought long and hard. Yeah. I was like, is it Megan? Is right. it is it Esther? Mm-hmm. Is it Esther? I I couldn't I couldn't bypass Alicia Silverstone in the introducing Alicia Silverstone performance that not only put You're her right. on the map, put her in the industry and made people chew gum differently. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like absolutely a- unbelievable. You know I I'm with you. I my choice. I have. Uh, Julia Stiles, but in incredible a bold, in Orphan First Kill, just because it's like I think that she needs to be recognized in a way that is much bigger than. I mean, I'm glad that people responded, but I'm gonna say Julia Stiles, despite her decades in the industry, best breakout performance, best breakout performance, best Julia breakout Stiles. performance, Julia Stiles yes. in Orphan First Kill, yes, and best actress, no doubt, Alicia Silverstone. My God, it's her. She was the bullet point under it because I hadn't decided. <laughs> So um, we're on the same page with that one, friend. I mean, the the camera awareness that she has in that movie is like, I'm sorry, have you been doing this for 60 years? Oh my God, yeah. And I, I almost feel like, you know, it, it, it in giving her Best Actress, it almost cuts it short. Because mm-hmm. it's like, best use of bees, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Best punch across to a carousel. Yeah. Across the carousel, Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> best stunt work, Alicia Silverstone. Best stunt work, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, best party ruined, Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, she really, she showed up and she was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I would say, I would say best good for her, Alicia Silverstone. Best good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Because he deserved it. He deserved that it. That fucking groomer deserved it. You know what? Let's add another one to most misunderstood. That's most misunderstood yep. protagonist. Most misunderstood protagonist. Yeah. Alicia Silverstone. Darian as Alicia Silverstone. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Weirdest dad in a movie. Weirdest. <laughs> Miss oh my God. Darian's dad in the crowd. This past year, she's really blossomed. Physically, I mean. Hmm. Yeah. Darian's dad taught anytime. Like, building a carousel in the attic for who? Emerald Fennell. Speaking specifically to the madness of building a carousel in the attic. The, as she said, attic, at her notes, attic carousel, question mark? We had, <laughs> listen, it was a phenomenal season and we had some incredible guests. What a pleasure it was. My God. Talking to Emerald about the crush. Wow. I mean, friends, Eye it's opening. one for the ages. So <laughs> if you haven't seen the crush, who cares? Go listen. Go listen, honestly. It's, it's so funny. Emerald's so fantastic. Um, as you know, director of Promising Young Woman. <laughs> Academy Award winning screenwriter. Academy Award winning screenwriter, <laughs> Emerald Fennell. Uh, and Lifetime movie enthusiast, Emerald Fennell. Yeah. Her recommendation, She Fought Alone. And by the way, we watched She Fought Alone. Incredible. Yeah. Tiffany, really good. Tiffany Thiessen doing great work in that movie. Yeah. 
God, we have to find a movie with Tiffany. We have to find an odds horror movie with Tiffany Thiesen in it. It's got to It's got to exist. Because she fought, like, we could do She Fought Alone, but the content's a little bit, like, It mm, is. It feels. That's a little, do we really want to get into the specifics of, like, that assault kind and of conversation? It's like, ooh, that's, that, that's hard to balance the responsibility of the conversation. Yes. To the, to the levity we want to bring to things. Yeah. And also, I feel like that's a shorter episode. Because yeah. it's, it's a really straightforward film, but I highly <laughs> recommend it. It's very straightforward. That um, movie's about what it's about. I want to say most criminally underrated discography, mm. Will Afford. Just the same old thing, over and over. And never Listen, yes, I couldn't give Willa Ford. Like, and there could act- be competition there with with Megan. Yes, but it goes to Willa. Yes, I I think that Willa is so special, and she couldn't qualify for anything else because she was utterly wasted. She was, in Friday the Thirteenth. She was the utterly wasted. But you know what? I'll give her. I'll give her. I'll give her. I'll give her best screen death. I'll give yeah. her best death. Best death. Best death underneath the dock. Yeah, I'm. God, that's so good. It's it's you so know, good. And the way and like. That's a weird thing to ask a person to do. Yeah. And the, like what she has to just so slightly accomplish in that moment of dying and topless. Listen, that's a thankless fucking job. For those of you don't, who don't remember, Machete, Jason sticks his machete through the dock into Willa Ford's head, pulls up, and her boobs just plunk out of the water. Yep. It is such a special kill. It is. <laughs> and it, it takes, she read that and was like, yeah. Yeah. I that I can do. And she had to, like, she had to be somebody who was just impaled through the brain. And, like, sell that in whatever way you can. You know what? Yeah. While being naked. While having the, like, sight gag of, like, the boom with her head hitting the dock. And, like, play it straight. Yes. And she did. Like, fuck yeah, Willa Ford. Well, I have... For best kills, plural. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is different than best kill. But oh, I, yeah. you know, so best kills, Jason X. Think 1980 sleeping bag flashback. Oh my God. The, the sleep, that is, yeah, we I will love say. premarital Willa, sex. best on screen death, best kill, those fucking, the sleeping bag The sleeping bag. Death. Also, the, Shit. the face frost smash when she gets liquid nitrogen and then yeah. Jason crushes her face on yeah. the other thing. And it's just amazing. And then also just like the person on the giant screw for no reason where mm-hmm. they're like, what's his condition? He's screwed. <laughs> I mean, a real contender for best line rating, but yeah. not this year. <clears throat> so uh, best <clears throat> kills for me, plural. And that's a close call. Also, the close call is between Friday the 13th, the remake, which is crazy. Mm. Jason X and Friday the 13th for their kills. Really good kills. Gotta say, they they really did it. Really good kills. And you know what? I want to, there has to be... I will say, I'm going to give best self-parody. I'm going to make that an award. I'm going to give best self-satire, Chris Zilka. Yes! In give my man an D. award! Not even, because like, it could go to David Hasselhoff in that movie. You're right, and that's but, close. Because he's doing a great, he's doing a great, he's doing a great job with exactly what that cameo demanded of him. Chris Zilka is like, I'm going to be the hot shithead in yes. this movie. And then I'm going to absolutely just like shamelessly make a joke of myself yeah. in the fun, in the finale of this, him walking, carrying the goopy skeleton through the pool before he is impaled <laughs> through the eyeball. Save a life, save a life, save a life, Kyle. Be the hero! Ah! I got you! Oh my God! Get out of the pool! That is Chris Silka. Chris Silka. Not being too proud or too... Many, many pretty people are not brave enough to make themselves look stupid or ugly. Yeah. And I don't mean like the make under for the like Oscar winning biopic. Right. Like I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean Nicole Kidman in the hours. I don't mean Charlize Theron in Monster. (laughs) I mean Heidi Klum being a worm. Being a yes, being a ten foot worm for right. Halloween. Right. I mean Chris Zilka 
just em- embarrassing himself. Yeah. For the sake of the bit. God, what a, what a beautiful man and an incredible talent. For a movie that, like, Piranha 3DD is not going to, it's not going to get him more parts. It's not going to win him an Oscar. No. But he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to really sell this in the end. Yeah, he's not backing down. Nope. He took the role and he's going to give it everything he mm-hmm, has. Mm-hmm. So. Could not let Chris Zilka go unrecognized I am so glad because, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, do I slide him best supporting? But I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, and I and I thought about right best move. supporting too. Yeah. I thought about best supporting too. But I, that's the perfect award. I and I, I I would like to I'm gonna improvise another award and it's gonna be I'm I'm gonna say like best twist our dear best friend in Piranha 3 Double D living and that piranha getting justice for her by eating that guy's dick off. Oh god, yeah. Wow. I yes. will I will say that was a, a the best pleasant surprise. Of Best pleasant season surprise. four was that because you don't know, you know, with a, with again, with a Girls Gone Wild-ish uh, tongue-in-cheek movie like Piranha 3D that is very much aware of the tropes and it is it is kind of, it is playing with them yes. in, in a way that it knows. But you're never quite sure in a in a TNA movie whose side the, the camera is really on. Right. And, and that this was movie a, makes it very clear. That movie, that moment was a real affirmation that like, no, 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 we're, we're on the right side. Yeah. We know who the bad guy what is. What a in shocker. This I mean, that was. What a shocker. A real, a real season four highlight for me. Piranha 3 Double D that moment. Piranha 3 Double D generally, I, perhaps the, perhaps in, in its entirety. Yeah. Um, the best, the most pleasant surprise to me. Yeah. Of you know season what? four. Where I like came out of that. I was like, you know what? I, I will, I will genuinely fight for this movie. Yeah. I will genuinely fight for it. And not just because Danielle Panabaker's God, here. There's so much there. There's so much there. I would like to say. You know, normally I talk about the best needle drop, but in this case, I want to talk about most wanted album because I fucking want it on vinyl. I just want to shout her out by name: Katrina Bowden as Shelby in Piranha Three Double D. Oh yes, you did the you did the yeoman's work in that movie. Yes, and where the piranha uh, castrates its way out of your body and mm. onto the penis of a man who is a piece of shit, and you live to tell the tale. Thank you, thank you for everything, Katrina Bowden. The performance. Amazing. Honestly. And honestly, and her performance in other scenes, because we talked about it. I want to Ashley's my best friend. I mean, I know she's kind of a slut, and she's still on eleven of my ex-boyfriends, and I'm pretty sure she also stole a pair of earrings that my grandmother gave me before she got it, but we were like sisters. Love that she lives. Love that she lives. She's uh, love that she is now running a hotel in Palm Springs yes. for the gays. I really love her sequel. <laughs> we, she has a great continued story. Yeah, Megan's gonna love it at that resort. <laughs> so my uh, most desired <clears throat> album goes to Megan because yeah. that moment when Megan like it's that she consistently does originals this. and covers both. It's like when she's in there and and knows how to button that little performance with Katie in front of everybody with an original song. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. The fact that she lullabies Katie with 2011's Titanium. Yeah. uh, Talk about Otspod material. (laughs) I mean, wow. Wow. There it is. There's that four quadrant. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. I mean, she really, she really hits it all. So I want, and I've. I want I want Jenna Davis to do a whole album like Freddy Krueger, mm. where we call it Megan's Greatest Hits, mm-hmm. and we get Megan just doing a ton of covers. I want Megan <laughs> doing I want Megan's Work Bitch. I think they- I think I think if if this was like realistically offered to Jenna Davis, who does like who does have a singing career, for her, I think she would be. I think she would leap at the, if it was like this is an album we're going to release and we're going to pay for it. We're going to produce it. I honestly think that would be like a hard yes from her. I well, so I posted this on my Instagram story and her agent was like yes <laughs> <laughs> or her manager. So there it's like, we go. Yeah, listen, she's in. Yeah. Jenna Damian said thank you. After that, that's very so. Sweet. Listen, they're all on board. Listen, they're said, all on board, guys. As we've said, everybody close wants friend. our bestie. <laughs> Jenna Davis, we all want this album. I'm really rooting for this young woman. I want the best for her. Just, me too. I want the best for her. I know. Maybe this album isn't the best for her, what? but it's the best for us. It's the best for us. I mean, Megan too will be the best for her. <laughs> Me- yes. All of the Megans. I just, I, yeah. I'm so excited for her career. I am too. I can't wait to see what she does next. <laughs> especially if what she does next is Megan 2. I was going to say, especially if it's Megan 2.0. Yeah. Oh my God. I think we, we I, I do want to give us a pearl. Best, best wardrobe, Megan. 
Best wardrobe, Megan. Best wardrobe, Megan. Um, best wardrobe that she didn't even need, Mm-mm. Megan. Mm-mm. And I, I, I want to give, I, I want to give um, a newcomer shout out to because she's not a newcomer. She at this point is a young veteran in this industry. But what Violet McGraw pulls off in Megan is so yes. fucking impressive. Absolutely. I, I want to give the, I want to give the Shirley Temple like youth Oscar. I want to give the Shirley Temple award. Yeah. Cause I was like, for my, Viola McGraw in that movie. I was thinking best child actor. And I'm like, cause we did have a couple child actors yeah. this season, but it's like not even enough. She, no. You gotta give her like, it's just like, here's an award. <laughs> here's an just award. Take it. Just, just take it. it. Please take it. Cause you fucking did it. <laughs> yeah. She's so, I mean, they're all smaller than you think they're going to be when you meet them in person. But I was, I actually wasn't prepared for how tiny Violet McGraw is. Oh, she's just a little She's human. so, Itsy. She was so. It. I expected her to come up to like chest height on me. In her little gown. And it was. Gown. It was barely past hip height. And she was so excited when you think when you said what you did to her. I, I I I I approached her at the at the after party for the premiere of Megan, and I made sure. And I want to have this on record because I think this should be normalized. I went to her parents. Yes. And asked for permission to tell Violet that she did a good job because it's weird. Yep. When adults just charge up to fucking kids. They're still kids. They're still kids. Yeah. And yes, their parents are right there. And yes, they're watching the situation. And there's sort of like a tacit agreement that this is, no man, get permission. Well, I remember I was, I did a Q&A for the movie The Lodge. And Jaden, um, Jaden Lieberer, who doesn't, uh, Martell, he previously went by Jaden Lieberer, now it's Jaden Martell. Um, he, his mom was there. And Jaden Martell has been in... Like he was an it. Like he's he's been in big stuff for a young guy, and his mom was there. And I ended up talking to her about stuff, and I was like, "Hey, what's it like? How do you deal with strangers, adults, a lot of the time Ooh. coming up to your kid?" And yeah. she was like, "I'm not gonna lie, it was probably the hardest thing about this to get used to, to just getting used to like standing back and knowing that it's like that it'll be okay, and that like I'll step in if I need to, but just getting used to like." Like kids, kids his age being yeah. like, which which is you know feels more comfortable. But being like, can I get a selfie with you? But just knowing that like there are all these people who walk up to her kid who get photos with him, and then she has no fucking idea what happens to those photos, yeah. and just like even they're just posted innocuously online, like here he is in a selfie on some kid's Instagram. Right. That's still like photos being disseminated of her child that are not like press photos, that are not studio photos, that are not, like, a movie that has been edited and overseen and, like, it like it goes through co- polishes and cuts. Just photos, unrestricted, unsupervised photos on the internet. And so I, like, when I see very talented children in this industry now, I try to make it a point to, like, put up a real arm's length barrier between me and them until I have the permission of their parent or guardian yes. <laughs> to approach them. Because I don't, I just, I don't think we should just be walking up to kids being like, can I give you a hug? I want to add, Mm-mm. this is like, I agree with you 100%. And I want to I want to go back to Violet for just one second. Yeah, yeah. But I want to add my favorite Violet moment mm-hmm. at the premiere. when we, So we, we were fortunate enough to get to go to the Megan premiere mm-hmm. at the um, Chinese Theater. Chinese Theater. And, you know, out front is where they have all like the handprints and all that cool stuff and the mm-hmm. red carpet. And it's really cute. And, um, and so we were leaving through the crowd out there. And... Violet's limo like rolls by. Yeah, her by. like her like Escalade black car comes rolling by. And the windows are down and everybody's ca- like she she has the biggest grin on her face. It just it like couldn't just, be more teeth and just smiles. She was so happy and yeah. she just wanted to see everybody. And people were like, you know, cheering her on as uh-huh. she drove by and she's just like double-handed waves in the air just giddy. A- Adorable. So, so goddamn cute. Yeah. Just a just a really fun night and a yeah. really cool kid. Yeah. Shouts out to that kid. I wish her the best and success and boundaries. Yeah. And um all the care in the world. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And I know she's in good hands with Allison Williams. So Yes, definitely. <laughs> Shouts out to Tell Allison me. Williams. <laughs> Shouts out to Allison Williams because we can't not. So, um, are there any uh are there any superlatives you want to add or can we move on to the final award? I feel like feel like I've hit I feel like I've hit my limit I'm looking through our movies once again just to make sure that I get like I don't bypass essential things oh I do I, I do just want to give a special shout out to let's say uh the truest villain the the true villain award uh the dad in Violent Night oh my god yes the, that, actual, yes. Villain the award actual villain award is Jason in Violent Night yeah fuck that guy fuck that guy fuck that guy should have died 
Ah, but God, I love Santa. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, the hitmen were, were not as big of villains no. as shitty dad. No, no. Shitty dad takes the cake. Yeah. So just want to make sure that's on record. Truest, yeah. re- the realest villain. Let's, you know, fingers crossed we leave him behind. Did you see uh, part two was announced? Part two was announced. So we're it's getting happening. a sequel to Violent Night. I'm very excited about so that. So we get a sequel to Megan. We mm-hmm. get a sequel to Violent Night. We, we bet on the right horses. We bet on the we bet on the right horses. We bet on the right horses. We know. Mm-hmm. We are we are uh, we are the taste. <laughs> yeah. We are the taste. That's what they we say. We are the taste makers. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't the taste the stuff that replaced the stuff? Is it? I think it's the taste. That's very funny. Um, okay, so very last award. Yeah. I don't know if, we're, if we, I think we're on the same page, I'm, but we I'm should really, still say it at the same time just in case we don't. I, I think, I'm so curious about this because I think we we might be on different ones. We might be, and that's okay. So this is, no, this is, Because I think every year, I think every year we've great. been on the same page. Yeah, I think we, But yeah. here's the problem. This year we had so many great choices. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you count it off. One, two, three, the Megan. Crush. <laughs> I knew it! I knew yours was going to be The Crush. And my, my, my first runner up is Megan. My but you knew, you knew I, I couldn't, I have to give it all to Megan. And, and some, and one of us had, one of us had to say it. Yeah. One of us had to say it. This was, this was the only right way for it to go. Yeah. Was you saying that and, and me saying the crush. It, it had to happen. Cause we're both, I, I firmly believe we are both right. I agree. There is not a single, there, like I could never sit here and make an argument for mine against yours. Well, you know what? Absolutely the, never know. The best thing about having a podcast, is just two people being right. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, it's just, that's the whole point. I think that's the whole draw. That's that's like why people do it. That's the entire draw. I mean. It's just an echo chamber of co-hosts. There it is. Yeah. And you guys get to hear us be right, which is so fortunate. It's so rewarding for you. (laughs) It's so enriching for you. Um, Well, you know, it's so educational, says my mom. So, uh, (laughs) there it is. My mom is a teacher. Thought leadership. trust her. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, I want to say. Megan is a feat. It It is a triumph. Yeah. Is a triumph of a film. Megan is is something that doesn't come along every day, and I think it's something. And because it's and at the, at the end of the day, because it's fun, mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to see a shift towards fun, more fun in horror, which I would like to see. Violent Night's really fun, but so fun. So I feel like we're kind of headed that direction, and I'm excited. Well, and I think like in, in what you. Like I, I, the crush asks us to grapple with too much while being entertaining, and oh my god, I can't believe they did that and audacious for me to not make it my best. But what Megan, like you said, it's it's so fun, and it like when you said it doesn't, we don't get these don't come along very often. I I think what underscores the truth of that to me is that. There is, there were plenty of people who, people who were sincerely excited for this movie to come out because like, yes. I can't wait for this great movie to get here. This movie looks awesome. People like us who were right. And then there was a huge segment of people who were like, OMG, this is so bad. I can't wait. Yes. This looks and- so dumb. I'm going to be there opening weekend. And they reduced it in their heads to quote unquote meme horror. And yep. At the instant of the trailer dropping. Mm-hmm. Which was so apparent from moment one that they were underestimating not only the skill of the filmmakers involved in Gerard Johnstone and Akela Cooper and looking at the track record of someone like Allison Williams, looking at a young actor like Violet McGraw, like all of the so many of these pieces in place were like, no, these are people who make good shit. Yeah. These aren't people who operate on a lark. This isn't a DTV movie. Like... And so it, that was very just self-evident. And also the idea, too, that something with a very extra presentation and conceit is inherently a joke. Yeah. And that's fucking stupid. Like, the idea that something fun and outlandish should be taken at the outset as, LOL, I can't wait to see this train wreck. Mm-hmm. That is a failure of imagination of the people taking it that way. There are plenty of movies that are really that. But the assumption that this movie was going to be one of them because it had the courage to be silly and then execute silly in a way that if you want to get into the text and subtext is actually quite poignant and interesting. And if you just want to have a good time is an excellently executed slasher film. Like that I think is to me the the true like singular accomplishment of Megan. You know, I agree with you. Mm. I mean, I have to. So it means I have to. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to have to have a monologue for Crush. <laughs> um, 
But I, on the mega note, and I think we talked about this this season, or we talked about it privately. Who knows? Mm, who knows? Um, but I think that um, what makes queer horror great is that it can be what and and queer anything really mm. is that we can have fun with it. It can be something that's like weird or wacky, and at the same time, we take it seriously. Yeah. And that's what happens with Megan. It's the best of both. Mm-hmm. It's best good. Of both. And it does that. Mm-hmm. So we get to have both. And that's what a queer, like, I don't know, a queer lens is, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, the crush. <laughs> I I think that we said so much earlier with Alicia, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I but I think that um, the crush in uh, this year, right now, lens, like looking mm-hmm. at it right now. Yeah. Love it even more. Honestly, yes. It's aged so incredibly mm-hmm. that movie what makes it so special to me is that it will never be made again it can't it can't. be made again it cannot it can only exist and have been made in the time that it was and so it makes it, it like mining an old movie like that mm-hmm. when you discover that mm-hmm. it's just like oh yeah it's so rewarding because it, it 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 really is like a gem and the and i think too the like this the the true story of it that exists somewhere in the murkiness of the fiction that is presented by the writer director, who is the person that experienced it, who mm-hmm. is the Nick character, yeah, um, giving us his "if I did it" right. <laughs> version of what happened with him and a teenage girl, um, knowing that Darian sued the film and won for the wrongful use of her name and her likeness. To where that there is, like, the enduring cut that exists of the crush that you can most easily find, they've had to dub in the name Adrian Because she was right. Yeah. That they didn't have, they they shouldn't have, and they didn't have the legal right to use her story and name without her permission. And somebody went out there and made a, a kind of, in its way, iconic, cultish still, um, erotic thriller that profits off of her. Yeah. And whatever she was going through at that time in her life and that we have the artifact of that as a conversation piece, I think is a fascinating tie into a movie that is inappropriate in so many ways, but because the truth of it allows for the kind of conversation about like unpacking the inappropriateness of it, there's such value as a cultural text. God, I love it. Yeah. What you said. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I love it. I, I I want to see it again and again. So and as Emerald Fennell said, attic carousel question mark. Uh, there's only one Listen, attic carousel. We're on the same page with that one. <laughs> it's just an iconic carousel. An iconic I carousel. mean, if any, it's it's that's the Megan sunglasses of that it, movie. It is absolutely yes. So I want to wrap up by saying thank you to mm. everybody. Yeah. Um, who listens, who all all of you who engage all the time, it's so kind of you and it makes it really fun to do these because it's an element of this I didn't expect. Yes, yes. It's like uh to and it just uh yeah, means a lot. And so it when does. you guys uh leave reviews too, it it just it touches me. Yeah, and I wanted it's to really just read nice. a couple like I did last oh, time. Oh, please do. Okay, so this is um I can't read the title all the way. The only odds era hist The only odds era history can't Perhaps that matters. There, I love that. Let's That's say it's it that. Yeah, it, it's this not letting by... us complete the title of the review as we're looking at it in in our interface. This is Murph it up, and they said, "Not only are Sam and Jordan so fun to listen to, they're one of the best podcast friendships out there." I promise you guys, it's the same in real life. It is. That's why why it is. That's why we can't remember whether we've talked about something on the pot or off because we're just having the same kind of conversations all the time. I really love that one so much. It's wonderful. That's my favorite review. (laughs) Um, Okay. Oh, I don't even think. Reader, I... Oh, this one is Emerald Freaking Fennell. Correct. Reader, I squeed when I read about... Read about the promising guest, promising all caps, guest for season four's opener. <laughs> the enthusiasm of our hosts combined with Emerald's knowledge and wit should have broken the internet. Jordan and Sam are priceless treasures. Sharing so many of their interests helps me feel like I have impeccable pop culture taste. Follow today for a much needed ego boost. That's such a wonderful thing to say. So. Thank you. You know, two of many. Um, <laughs> so thanks, friends. And um, if you like it, we read them. So leave something. Yeah. Um. And we can't wait to uh, talk about uh, Trick Baby, Freeway 2, oh God, in season to. 5. Um, you can find me at Sam Wyman on Twitter and Instagram. 
And you can find me, Jor Crew, uh, on this on the same places. Talking about talking about movies all the time uh, and across many podcasts, including the Feeling Scene Pod, uh, where you should listen to very good interviews that I do with people who make movies. That was fun. <laughs> that, was, that was a fun one. That was uh, a fun season. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.